Hello, everybody. Welcome to tonight's episode. Tonight's episode number 36 of Preston Jensen's podcast. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, I'm your host, Preston Jensen. I would suggest uh, listening to the podcast from the beginning, but uh, feel free to jump in at any moment. Uh, You don't really have to hear any of the previous episodes to know what this podcast is about. It's kind of all over the place, kind of a reflection of my YouTube channel. Uh, I do. I interview a lot of my favorite YouTubers on this channel, which is a lot of fun. Um, but some nights I don't have a guest, and I just talk into the mic for about 15 minutes, and they're a little bit shorter, but uh, it's good practice for me to talk in front of the microphone by myself because, to be honest with you, that is what's the hardest for me, is just uh, being able to carry a conversation from uh, the start to the finish and uh, keep it interesting. So tonight I wanted to go over uh, some things, like if I was gonna start my drone business all over again, how would I go about doing that? Uh, Would I change some of the things I did as far as buying equipment, um, as far as applying for some waivers, um, testing, that type of stuff. And uh, I guess going all the way back to the beginning, uh, I was, trying to find a place to study for my test and uh, I found that I wasted a lot of time going to the FAA's website and actually reading the material that they give you. Uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing but uh, uh, I I found that visual learning was a lot easier for me as far as the drone uh, coursework goes. So I did download Remote Pilot 101, and I found that that was a great study source for me. Um, if I would have just got that right off the bat instead of going the studying all the paperwork from the FAA, I think I would have been able to study a lot quicker for the test. Um, I felt like uh, I also... Uh, Probably could have taken the test a little sooner than I did. I went through all the coursework and then I found as many practice tests as I could possibly find on the internet um, and went through all those until I was getting almost 100% on all the coursework that I I had taken. And I don't think I would have had to go that in depth to take the test. Um, But I'm glad that I did. I always like over-preparing for things as (laughs) far as... As far as studying goes, uh, I kind of giggle about that as I am doing this podcast tonight with absolutely zero preparation. Uh, I've been trying to think of something interesting to talk about all day. And what I come to is just, I thought, uh, maybe you guys will find this interesting. If you don't, uh, definitely uh, let me know. Uh, I want to make things in this podcast as interesting as can be. But... uh, As far as equipment goes, uh, right away I got a middle-of-the-line drone, and at the time uh, it was a great drone for me. It was a Mavic Air, and uh, a lot of people have that I've seen on chats on Facebook and whatnot have have asked if uh, can you create a business using a Mavic Air, and yes, you can. I have. I've done that. Uh, It's uh, It's a little tough, especially in the location that I live in, because it's a very windy climate in North Dakota. And uh, that drone specifically is so light that 
when there's any wind, it does a very good job at handling the wind. But I feel like with the newer drones, you're able to fly in the uh, heavier winds a lot more confidently than you are with the original Mavic Air. And another thing that I really liked about uh, the newer drones as opposed to the Mavic Air is that uh, they have OcuSync. And uh, for those of you who do not know, the original Mavic Air was connected via the controller uh, with some sort of Wi-Fi connectivity. Uh, I hope I'm getting this right. I guess I don't know all the tech specs behind it, but uh, OcuSync is what I think is like a radio frequency. And uh, either way, the connection between the remote control and your cell phone are a lot more stable now uh, than, than it used to be. So um, that's one of the things when I uh, started my drone business um, that I was very excited to get into a little bit of a more prosumer drone uh, because the flights were a lot more uh, nerve-wracking when you were bouncing around in the wind. And I never flew in intense wind, but I felt like no matter how much of a breeze you had with the Mavic Air, um, it, it seemed to be a little bit unstable. However, having said that, uh, that thing uh, was a beast for me. I did a lot of great work with it. Uh, the one thing that always amazed me, no matter how the drone was bouncing around in the wind, it always got buttery smooth video and it always got great photographs. So I can't really complain about it there. Um, uh, what I, another thing I wished I would have done right off the bat is get drone insurance. Um, that's something that uh, I still believe it's not required, but in order to run a business, I feel like you should have some sort of insurance for your drone. Uh, I've got the uh, insurance from DJI, but I also have uh, what's called Skywatch uh, insurance, and that is a liability policy that covers, um, well, it's liability for up to a million dollars. Excuse me. So when I first started my drone business, it was very hard to find a company that would insure my drone um, just because it was a relatively new industry. A lot of people didn't want to protect your drones or your drone business. So when I found Skywatch, I was extremely excited. Uh, I reached out to their customer support right away to ask them if they covered North Dakota, and they did which I was very excited about. There was other companies out there that uh, provided drone insurance, but whenever I went to buy it, it wasn't able to be, uh, you weren't able to cover North Dakota. And and that's basically where I fly. So that was a big problem for me when I started off. I wanted insurance, but I couldn't find it. And uh, when I reached out to their customer service, they've been, uh, absolutely great. Uh, the great thing about their company is you can buy it monthly or you can buy it for the year. And what's great about that in North Dakota is that you're actually not flying most of the time, 12 months out of the year. Now, as my drone business has grown and I've got higher tech equipment, um, I am able to fly, uh, 
all year round. I just had a couple drone jobs last week and the week before I had a couple drone jobs uh, in North Dakota. And so I am actually staying busy now over the winter. Um, but uh, the other thing you got to factor in when you're flying in the winter is the cold temperatures. This year in North Dakota, we've had an exceptional winter. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of snow. The temperatures haven't been out of control as far as it's not uh, below zero every day. And uh, there's been some nice days to fly that have been over 30 degrees, even over freezing. So uh, we've lucked out there as far as the uh, temperatures go. And as far as the wind has gone too, we've had a great winter. So hopefully that can keep up and I can keep getting drone jobs done because it's never fun to have a backlog log of drone jobs. Um, the one thing uh, I like to do with my business is whenever I get a drone job, I want to get it done as soon as possible. Not only so I don't have to think about it, um, but because a lot of times the customers I work for are realtors and the quicker they can get the media, the better. Um, they're trying to sell the houses as fast as they can. The sellers want to sell their houses as fast as they can. And the quicker they can get this media, the better. Um, one of the things I wish I would have done better from the beginning is marketing my interior shots. Um, when I started, all I, all I did was exterior shots, and I feel like I had the capability to do the interior shots, and I'm already at the locations anyway, so I may as well be doing the interior shots. So that's something that I want to dedicate more time to in the future is selling um, interior shots as well as exterior shots on a lot of the locations I do for realtors. I think that would be a good opportunity for me uh, not only to take a little bit of uh, work off the plate of some of my clients, but uh, also to increase revenues for my drone business. Um, I know most people, when you look online, say equipment doesn't matter. Equipment doesn't matter. Now it seems like when you look on YouTube, uh, that idea thinking is kind of switching and people are saying, hey, wait a minute, uh, equipment does matter. Um, when I started my drone business, I wanted to make sure that uh, I not only bought quality drones, but I also bought quality uh, camera equipment, um, audio equipment, uh, like what you're listening to this podcast on right now. I'm recording on a Rodecaster Pro where I purchased it in a bundle with two Rode pod mics, and it came with studio headphones and boom arms. Um, uh, all this equipment has seemed like it's really helped improve the quality of um, my overall product. And I feel like when I'm posting something to social media, even if it's not part of my drone company, people are still judging what I'm doing as far as editing my photos and how does my audio sound. Uh, subliminally, people are thinking, oh, this is Preston's product. Uh, this is how he does stuff. If I make sure all of my stuff is top tier, then people can be confident when they hire me to do drone business. Um, I hope that shines through. Obviously, I'm always learning. Um, I'm definitely not a pro at all this media stuff. I'm learning every day. 
learning a lot of great stuff. Actually, from my podcast, when I have people on the show, I'm able to pick their brains a little bit on how they do social media, how they do YouTube. Um, and it's been a great learning tool for me uh, to get to know the business a little bit better, get to know how to improve my quality. And uh, one of the things I've learned is that you've got to constantly adapt on social media. There's new platforms coming out daily. There's new uh, features inside of the platforms that are already here that are switching daily. Uh, You see this on Instagram when they made Reels, and you see this on Facebook when they make uh, similar functionality to Instagram, and you see on Twitter when they make... uh, similar functionality to Instagram and um, all these different social media platforms, you got to kind of learn how to use each single one or each and every single one to benefit your business. And uh, I've found that by using social media, it's the best way to get my business out there to people. Uh, I I was just talking to somebody who was going to be starting a drone business. And the one thing that I told him is, the days that you're not uh, scheduled to do customer work, uh, it's a good opportunity to go out there and take photos just of around the city or around the town and post that on your social media and get your name out there. Um, Excuse me. Um, Get your name out there so people recognize your work and people uh, trust your work. So when someone's looking to get some drone work done, they think, Hey, I need to call Preston to get this done. Um, hopefully he can do exactly what I want. And, uh, that's what I hope people do. Or I hope people are thinking when they hire me is I've got 100% confidence that Preston knows what he's doing one. And number two, if he doesn't know what he's doing, he's willing to take the time to go and figure out how to do it. Uh, so I get what I'm after. Um, another thing that I decided to do when I got into my drone business was buy a nice camera. Um, a lot of times I felt like, uh, I could take photos with my phone and yes, uh, phone photography has gotten unbelievable. I mean, people do some amazing work with iPhones and Androids The cameras on these phones are absolutely unbelievable, but I feel like you can get so much better quality with a mirrorless camera or a DSLR. And uh, I wanted to make sure that if someone is going to hire me to do some work, I don't want to just go out and take setting or take a photo on automatic settings and say, here you go. Here's my finished product. Uh, You can pay for this, but it's really something that you could do. I wanted to make sure my product was a little bit better than that, Uh, hopefully a lot better than that. Um, I have been studying Lightroom. I've been studying Photoshop. I've been studying how to get the best lighting, uh, which brings me to another subject is lighting. I feel like uh, out of all the equipment I've bought, the thing that has upped my video production quality and my photo quality the most, um, a lot of people would say, oh, it's the camera you've got. It's, it's uh, 
um, the lens you're using. And yes, that does make a huge difference. But what I've found is the lighting that I use has made a better impact on the quality of my work than a lot of the stuff uh, that I've used. Um, it's amazing what lighting can do uh, to help you with your camera work. And uh, another thing that's uh, very important, I feel like, is learning how to do color grading in Lightroom and even color grading on uh, Final Cut Pro. Uh, all these little things are what can set you apart from the already saturated market of photography and social media. Um, and uh, I guess personally talking for myself, I'm in constant training learning how to become a better videographer, a better drone pilot, a better photographer, a better, uh, uh, how do I even say this, uh, uh, how to set up my studio better so I have better lighting to make better content. So uh, I guess a lot of the stuff I did, if I look back, I'm proud of uh, how I went about it. Uh, I didn't overspend on expensive equipment. I've got quality equipment that has been about middle of the road. And now that uh, the business is starting to pick up a little bit, I'm able to get uh, better equipment. And that's one of the things I said to myself when I started the business uh, right away is that all of the money I make from this business, at least for the first few years, is going to go right back into equipment for the business. And I feel like that was one of the best moves I've made because a lot of this equipment, although uh, it might not matter, it does make my workflow a whole lot easier, a whole lot better. So uh, that's one thing that um, I think was a very good move on my part. Um, uh, the one thing that a lot of the content creators that I interview talk about uh, is they said, whether it be a drone business or their YouTube channel is they always say, Oh, I wish I would have started sooner. Uh, but, uh, I, I guess I would have to say the exact same thing. I do wish I would have started sooner. And, uh, I think the way my line of thinking goes is a way a lot of people's thinking goes is that you don't want to start something unless you're 100% ready to do it. And uh, for me, I always thought, oh, I'm not quite ready. I don't know if my quality is quite there yet. Uh, and this, for me, is specifically on YouTube. And uh, I felt like the best learning tool I could possibly do is to just push record. And this is not new information. Everyone says it almost 100% of the guests I've had on this show have said that very same thing is the thing they wish they would have done is started sooner. So uh, if you're even thinking about starting YouTube, podcast, drone business, just start it. And uh, the best way to learn is learning under fire like that. Um, it's amazing. Uh, you can watch all the videos in the world, but instil until you start doing the stuff, you don't really know what you've retained and you don't know what you've got to do to get better. So I'm constantly training myself and I'm going to be in training for the rest of my life on this stuff. Uh, hopefully I'm training to be the best content creator that I can possibly be. Um, if you like this content, 
Uh, I really appreciate uh, good rating in the podcast apps that you're listening in. Uh, that does help me out. Uh, if you want to check me out on YouTube, uh, it's just Preston Jensen on YouTube. Uh, another way to find me, actually the best way to find me is just going to PrestonJensen.com. From there, you're able to see all my drone content, all my social media content, and my YouTube content. Um, so uh, feel free to go over there, comment. Uh, if there's any questions that you thought of while I was doing this podcast, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I will try to find an answer for you. Uh, that's one of the fun things I've uh, run into while starting all this stuff is the absolutely wonderful community that I've got to meet because of podcasting and because of YouTube. Um, so far, I haven't run into any duds. Everyone I've talked to has been absolutely awesome. They've been very helpful. Uh, with all the questions I have and sharing their time to come on to my show. Uh, it's been an absolute blast. I hope it's been as fun for you guys as it has been for me. Uh, I'm planning a lot of cool stuff coming up in the future. If you've got any ideas you want me to talk about or you want to see a video on this or on that on my YouTube channel, reach out to me. Uh, I thank you for listening. Uh, I've had a lot of fun, and I hope uh, to see you guys or have you guys listen to me in the future. Thanks again. As we're talking about gear, I thought I should just add a little side note. Uh, that Sony A1 camera that just came out, oh, that looks absolutely amazing. It looks like it has everything you could possibly want in a camera. However, that price tag, $6,500, I don't know if that's right or if that's uh, just speculation, but uh, boy, you could get a vehicle for that price. I don't know how I could justify that, but uh, for all of those... of all of you listening who love technology, definitely check out that Sony A1 camera. It looks like a beast. Um, I'm really liking what Sony is doing in the camera uh, industry. Uh, so all these things to look forward to, but uh, all these things also hurt the pocketbook. So probably won't be getting that. It's probably not a need at this point, but I thought I should mention uh, Sony's releasing some really cool technology. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate each and every single one of you.